Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my esteemed host and co-author of our book, Emotional Brilliance, Living a Fearless, Stressless Life is with us. Kathy, welcome. Thanks, Relly. I'm very, very excited for this show and for the next several shows that we're going to be doing focused on what you would call um, emotional brilliance, tools for mastery, uh, using uh, our name process and AME. I'm excited because we're going to help not only um, our, you know, beloved America come back to life, but also the nations that we touch every day in our lives, through our work, through our, our love, through our communications. And I'm very excited that we are going to be sharing our love for intelligence through these shows on emotional brilliance. Yeah, Kathy, I'm a, uh, really excited too. So, you know, we we touch about 43 different countries with our shows, and and over the, since the uh, 12 years or so, 12, 13 years we've been doing this, we probably have close to three and a half, four million downloads after all those uh, years. Because people can go back, like you know, any time and, and look at the shows. But we're really excited in this uh, day and age with the pandemic, and emotions are really high to give them some information about how to deal with each other, but also how to deal with, with their emotions. So it, it, to me, this is, yeah, this is going to be a conversation. And so for those of you who are listening to us, uh, please, um, if you need to take notes, uh, rerun this as many times as you need to, to get all of the, as, as Raleigh likes to say, the tools for mastery uh, under your belt, Please do that, but remember, we are going to be releasing our new book uh, June 9th, and Emotional Brilliance will be available on Amazon. It will be 99 cents. Yes, I'll say that again. It'll be 99 cents for the first 24 hours, and between today and June 9th, you can go and sign up for a pre-sale uh, price of ninety nine cents, and so we will be releasing more information uh, to all of you. Uh, this is not about sales, as you know. We've given away our shows for thirteen years, as Relly just said. How many millions of downloads, Relly? I think it's probably three and a half million. You know, close to that. It's, yeah. Yeah. And so what we're trying to do is make sure all of you who are listening know that you're going to get this information in a small, about 150-page book. You can have it as an e-book. You can download it as a print-on-demand. But we're going to try to get you as much of this information between now and June the 9th as we can to help you cope, bounce forward, and think about all of the wonderful things that you have to offer, that the world has to offer 
even in this time of a pandemic. And we're going to talk to you about how you can embrace this for your uh, better beyond building and how you can really create a whole new space for yourself. And we're going to be here to help you do that. Um, Riley, is it okay if we just uh, make sure that those who are listening for the maybe the first time uh, just yeah. know who you are and who I am? Yeah, let's, we'll do a little our little brief. If, if you've been listening to us for a long time, this may this get, could get repetitive. But for we're doing it for our new listeners, and so you can hear uh, <clears throat> Kathy's kind of a very gentle, warm voice, you know. And and uh, Kathy has been leading executives and entire companies for for years now, you know, really based on positive psychology, the science of courage. Uh, you know, if you don't know. She's been called the first lady of fearless living. She has been the founder of four consultancies and, and three leadership institutes over her career. So she's been in the field and been a leader in the field around behavioral research, positive psychology, happiness, you know, for, for years. And one of her last best-selling books um, was Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus. That's available on Amazon and if you want to get more information from Kathy about some of her tools, um, you can go to drkathygreenberg.com, drkathygreenberg.com. Also, she has www.fearlessleadersquiz.com. And I know, Kathy, a lot of this we're going to have on our kind of a joint uh, website. You know, right now you have a ton of tools and things on yours, um, I, as I do on mine. But so we'll make those available Um to our audience. So, Kathy, yeah, yeah so that's a little bit. And also, yeah. let me just mention, you have a free iPhone app um, that is easy to get, Your Happiness Now. So if you go to your app store and you type in Your Happiness Now, you'll get her free iPhone app. You can see her kind of glowing face and get a lot of tips and tools from Kathy. That's so sweet, Riley. I appreciate that. But for me, the most important part uh, of our conversation, and I, I can't impress this enough, um, it, just for everybody who's listening, we're trying so hard to give you real tools that you can use right now in whatever condition you're in. If you're going to work still, if you are one of those wonderful healthcare workers that are, you know, getting us through this still, if you are, uh, you know, a law enforcement professional, a fireman, an EMT, anybody who is out there taking care of us, protecting us, and the many school teachers who are at home trying to keep their students engaged, this is for you. This is all about a, a, a regular citizen's approach to life, and I am so excited. And what Relly said, um, I cannot echo enough. We are going to have a joint website. It'll be called eblifebook.com, and that's for emotional brilliance, eblifebook.com. Uh, it should be out uh, in, I'd say, the next week, so don't get frustrated if you go to look for it now, but you're going to have plenty of time to get the book, and we're going to give you as much about the book, as many tools that are in the book that we can over the next at least four or five shows uh, leading up to the release of the book. So 
we're we're just so happy to be here, as you can hear in my voice. And let me make sure that all of you know uh, that the wonderful person that I share the space with uh, is not only a dear friend uh, and a colleague, but I met Relly originally going through the College of Executive Coaching. And not that we're that much a difference in age, but uh, Relly was one of my professors. Uh, at the College of Executive Coaching. And over the years, uh, we have just become very good friends and thought partners. Um, but for those of you who don't know who Dr. Relly Nadler is, he is a master level certified executive coach. He's a psychologist, a corporate leadership and team trainer. And Relly brings, you know, all of his passion and his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to everything he does, whether it's a one-on-one meeting, a Zoom call, keynotes, consulting, coaching, and, of course, his development programs. And uh, he, too, is the author of many books, uh, including uh, his latest book, Physician Burnout. But he's probably best known to those of you who are listening for his work in Leading with Emotional Intelligence, which is a top-ranked book for years since its publication with hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across any any industry, and that includes you too. He also has um, Leadership Keys Field Guide. It's available on Amazon as a book or an ebook. And he too has a free iApp called Leadership Keys with videos that take you through all of these wonderful tools step by step. And again, you can just load them from your app store. Go to iTunes and look for Leadership Keys. So. You know, I don't want to focus on us too much. Um, I will just end my my loving introduction uh, for Relly, who's been a dear friend for years, uh, to point you to his blog on psychology today. You know, he's got over two hundred fifty thousand reads, uh, and he's a you know keynote speaker on everything related to emotional intelligence and peak performance. And I'm sure you can find lots more about Relly. Just Google him. Um, anything that's there is worth looking at. So, Relly, um, I'm not sure well, if I you. missed anything. Well, no, I think that that was really good. That was more than more than enough. So I appreciate that. Okay. Um, All right. So let me and say I a little bit about kind of where we got from uh, emotional intelligence to emotional brilliance, yeah. and then we really want to you know walk you through. We'll probably. In this uh, show, do the first part of some of our tools, and then, like Kathy said, we'll continue. But both Kathy and I are, you know, certified in a variety of assessments around emotional intelligence. You know, and the simple definition for people, if you're first listening, is what do I know about myself? How do I manage myself? What do I know about others? How do I manage others? So it's kind of that big array, and it's a series of competencies. But Kathy and I uh, have interviewed a lot of people in our, in our book, and it's exciting, the people we've interviewed. And what we're really looking at in this time of, of stress and anxiety, what's kind of what we've been calling your go-to? You know, um, if this is not normal situations, as we know, and as you're moving forward with some of the anxiety of some um, states cities are not going to be sheltered in, and there's just that anxiety of all the what-ifs. What if someone's not taking this as serious as I am? What about my job? What about my kids? What about going back to school? All these what-ifs raise 
anxiety. And so that's why we're really focusing on our book around emotional brilliance, about managing emotions, managing feelings. And if emotional intelligence is the big array of competencies, when you have a challenge, when you're stressed, what's your go-to? Where do you go to get that inspiration, that courage? Maybe it's a little prompt. Maybe it's a, a, a little push to stay, stay in some challenging situations. So we've got a couple of visual metaphors that I think helps. Um, so if emotional intelligence is kind of the, the territory, you know, maybe it's like your, your neighborhood, the emotional branch zooms in to your house and it kind of gets that kind of look. If emotional intelligence is this target with all kind of different competencies and strengths, what's the bullseye for that particular situation? Where do you need to go? And uh, one of the other ones is if emotional intelligence is all the kind of key outfits, clothes in your closet, what do you pull out for that special situation? Maybe it's a presentation. Uh, maybe you can finally kick back. Uh, maybe it's a date. What do you pull out that's most appropriate for that situation? That's kind of what we're calling kind of your go-to. And the, and the whole goal is to help people uh, expand more on what their go-to, that emotional brands, improve, and just select kind of the right, the right tools. You know, Raleigh, so Kath, I can, talking go ahead, about... I, we'll kind yeah. of bounce back and forth. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, this is definitely going to be a conversation, and it's a little different uh, than the radio shows we've done in the past where we've had a guest, because our listeners, you are our guest today, and you are our guest for the next several shows. Uh, we're not going to be doing a, a lot of pre-records. We're going to be doing live shows every Monday morning, and we're going to continue until... We believe from the feedback that we get that you got this, and that's where our hearts are. We just want you to get this. Uh, and one of the things that's so important for all of us to have, as Relly said, is this go-to. What is it? Um, and you all know, you all know who are listening, that every one of you has something that you use as your go-to. Um, and some of us have been suffering by not being able to use it. I'll give you an example. How many of you have a go-to place for lunch? How many of you have a go-to place for dinner? How many of you have a go-to outfit? And now, all of a sudden, that outfit has been worn, has been slept in, has been washed so many times, you don't want to wear it anymore. And the restaurants that you used to have that go-to moment for because you know that they could get you through lunch very quickly, get back to work, or go to dinner and have your favorite food isn't always available anymore. And what we want to do for you is show you that regardless of what your circumstances are, whether you're at home, whether you're working, whether you have filed for uh, unemployment. And Raleigh and I have been touched by all of this. Um, we have had loss. We have grieved. We have uh, passed through so many experiences with people over the past couple of months uh, since the pandemic has hit. We truly, simply want to give you this idea of a go-to 
your primary strength, what does that go to right. so that you have it in your pocket whenever you need it? Really? <laughs> I like that. I like that, Kathy, have it in your pocket. You know, uh, uh, in thinking about this, and I'm going to ask you this question. This will be kind of, we haven't talked about this, but I talked with my, uh, my brother-in-law, um, you know, he's had suffered a loss of his wife, my sister, suffered a loss of his son. And what was inspiration, you know, for him, actually his house burned down and had to kind of rebuild it. And he kind of reminded me about what was a go-to for my father. And I may ask you this question because I think as we're thinking about our book, and I'm actually thinking about this as a dedication, um, he said, you know, he reminded me, you know, about my dad and, and a product of the Depression, you know, went through World War One, served in World War Two, you know, at one time, you know, he was a business owner. At one time, he had all these lawsuits that he was dealing with, 25 or so. And my brother-in-law reminded me, and, and I want to bring this kind of more into focus, his go-to was, they can't make this tough enough for me. And regardless of what it was, you know, that was, and I think a product of where he is, and I think like you're saying, Kathy, kind of where we're at today, you know, can be very character-building for us, you know, wherever you are with that. They can't make it tough enough for me. And we know the power of language and from the neuroscience and the power of focus. So that's a good example for him. They can't make it tough enough for me. And I would say, I'll ask you a second, Kathy, maybe what you got from your folks, because I think it's, it's very grounding. Uh, my mom, I think, wasn't so much what she said as what she exhibited. She was just pure love. And she would have this look on her face when she looked at me and she looked at uh, my brother and sister, and we would call it, uh, she would melt. And you could just see the expression on her face. Matter of fact, as I talk about it, I can get a little emotional. Um, but it was just pure love. No words were there, but it was pure love. And that was her go-to. So just as an example, you know, what I got from my dad, and I think, you know, when we talk about kind of dedication for our book, I'll probably bring some of this into, uh, can't make it tough enough, and then just that pure love. So anything, does that kind of, uh, like when you think of your folks, you know, what would be some of their go-tos that maybe that you picked up? You know, what you just said is so, it's so, um, I, I, I'm relishing, <laughs> I'm <laughs> relishing what you just said. And, uh-huh. you know, um, that uh, emotional connection that we each have to those experiences, yeah. you know, are so important. Um, sometimes comparing them or, you know, yeah. inviting others in to share um, their experiences uh, and just it, it kind of overwrites that feeling, and I want to stay with what you just shared for a moment, if that's okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Me... yeah it's it's so important, right, to to recognize that we all have strengths that we don't necessarily need to rely on until it's absolutely right. necessary. And the thing that you just brought up about your parents. I'm sure all of you who are listening have been glued to your television for one reason or another. I hope in in your case, listeners, it's to um, visualize the future uh, and visualize love and visualize those things that are possible through the many programs that are on television that inspire us, although a good drama 
uh, a good murder mystery, uh, a good revenge movie um, is always a lot of fun. But what I want you to think about are the commercials that you've been seeing. And one of them in particular is by Charles Schwab. And, um, you know, this, this elder statesman, uh, very handsome, comes on the stage uh, into the camera and just, you know, very casually says, you know, we've lived through a lot. And he's talking about that boomer generation. Uh, he's talking about uh, the quiet generation before him, and he shows black and white photos of World War II and the Vietnam War and, um, you know, all the things that a generation of us have experienced through our parents, all right, or through our own experiences. And he looks at the camera and he says, we have the fortitude to get through this. We've been through so much worse. Mm -hmm. And I think about that, Rally, because, and I'm sure those who are listening um, get that, there are different generational differences here in being able to find their their bullseye, in being able to find their go-to outfit or their their go-to feeling, that go-to space is not as broad in some instances. And the, you know, the examples uh, I'll use right here before we go uh, to a commercial break uh, are, think about this. We have, and I call it an emotional bumper, right? Like the bumper on your car. We, who've gone through a lot of life experiences, both individually and historically because of our parents, have a broader emotional bumper than the generation below us in their 30s and to some degree in their early 40s because they have lived through some terrible things, you know, Columbine and Oklahoma bombing and 9-11 and lots of very bad things, including the Gulf War. But they might not have the emotional bumper that's as thick and built up as the generation before them. And again, going down a level into the kids that are in their teens and 20s, they too, okay, have been exposed to a lot of different kinds of emotional stretching experiences, active shooter situations, terrorism. I can go on and on. But the reality is, the kinds of coping mechanisms that the younger generation has been exposed to has been social media-based, online-based, and it's been very, very artificial as opposed to what the other generations I've described have built to emotional bumpers. And so as we think about what our parents instilled in us and we think about the experiences they had, I want everybody who's listening to do exactly what Relly said. Think about who in your life spoke to you, intentionally or not, and gave you the fortitude that you rely on right now to get through whatever it is you're going through. Beautiful, Kath. So I think we're ready for the first break. And then we'll come back and maybe hear from folks. And I think what's important, what Kathy said, 
many of you are our parents, and what are your family members um, learning from you about how you're dealing with this? So this is Leadership Development News, and we'll be right back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic plays to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness, and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can, too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you're truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. And we're talking about your go-to in emotional brilliance. Uh, our new book is going to come out on uh, June 9th, eblifebook.com. Once we get the website set, you'll be able to you know, get a hold of that and all the kind of joint tools that both Kathy and I have. So, Kathy, just before we jump into kind of more about, you know, your emotions and feelings, did anything kind of hit home that maybe is a take-home for you from your parents? Because the reason we're saying that in context is, you know, parents, leaders have so much influence, more than they expect, that people are looking at them and how are you coping with the challenges and how you're oh, coping yeah. with the challenges really has a high amount of influence. So anything? Definitely. 
Well, um, my dad was, uh, he was a singer, an actor, comedian. Uh, he was a, a naval commander uh, during the Korean War. And my dad instilled in me this eternal optimism about mm. other people. Mm-hmm. Other people. So he would always look for the good in somebody. And as many of you um, who are listening uh, may know from my prior books, I tell the story of my mother being a a burlesque dancer. (laughs) I always have to get that that word right, burlesque dancer. (laughs) Uh, And um, my dad, you know, being in show business, so they they met on stage. Uh, That's a whole other story. But um, so my dad being um, in that business, you know, around a lot of different people would also come across the people that would hang out um, in those uh, theaters and in those supper clubs uh, and environments. And many of them were, uh, you know, we'll just call them, you know, the the mobsters. They were the people that were um, pretty much, you know, running things behind the curtain. And uh, my dad, uh, you know, being enmeshed in that, uh, would always find something good in every one of those human beings. And for those of you who are listening, you're thinking, wow, that's pretty crazy. But how many of you have read the book Pulp Fiction or seen the movie Pulp Fiction? And you, you know, you kind of, you know, like some of those characters, right, in that movie. And so, you know, you have to think... What what is it that you're exposed to on a daily basis, and how can you look at a human being who you know ethically and morally and and by principle doesn't match who you are, but find something in them that you can actually like, whether it's their sense of humor, whether it's the way they dress, whether it's um, their their spirit in the sense that they're always looking for um, the silver lining, whatever it is. Um, sometimes it's it, it's the smallest thing mm. that they always make you feel good when you say hello to them. It's the thing that we don't see on the surface sometimes. But my dad taught me always look for the good in people. Mm. And I will tell you, Rally, this is very interesting. So I, as you know, I've worked across the military, special forces, special operations. I've worked with the FBI. Um, I have worked with law enforcement. Uh, And I've been told many times by professionals in those organizations, the reason why they love me and respect me is because I could be talking to... um, a leader in their organization, like the chief or the commander or the director. I could be talking to a person in the middle of the organization, um, whether it's a, a new agent or a rookie cop or somebody who is, you know, learning the ropes uh, in uh, their military career and special forces and special operations. And or I could be talking to somebody who is a potential suspect or you know, you know, a known um, person who's done things that, you know, we don't even want to know about. And I talk to everybody the same. 
there's no difference in my approach to anyone. And I think that comes from my father's teaching me that my go-to is I always look for the good in somebody. And the only time that gets me in trouble (laughs) is when they're doing something that's hurting me. And as father says, the rescuer becomes the victim. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I think it kind of brings up uh, another topic that we end up dealing with with a lot of folks is, is your strength and kind of knowing what's the kind of the boundaries of the strength because sometimes we'll do our strength even a little too much and those may be a few of the times that we go, ooh, okay, like you're saying, you know, seeing the good of people and then sometimes it may be, you know, to your detriment. How about, a, how about any kind of like quick, uh, quick go-to you got from your mom? My mom, that's really funny. I'm getting choked up here. Um, so okay. my mother uh, left school when she was 15, uh, found her way in the world on her own, on her own terms. And my mother, and you're not going to like this really, and probably some of our uh, listeners aren't going to like it, but my mother, uh, even though she was a burlesque dancer, she was dependent um, on my father for a lot of things, um, being the mother of three children. She would always tell me, never be dependent on anybody but yourself. And that always resonated with me. And I've been working since I was 11 years old, you know, whether it was babysitting uh, or helping a neighbor. uh, And then literally, you know, I've worked my entire life. And I wouldn't know what to do if I couldn't work. (laughs) I know that. Well, that's great. So So you got kind of the optimism, seeing the good in people from your dad. And then you got, you know, the kind of being independent and standing up for yourself, you know, from your mom. That's beautiful. So as our listeners, you may want to think about in this time, what are you conveying? Because I think sometimes this is unconscious. We're just trying to get through this situation. And, you know, with all the eyes on you from your family, you know, they're looking at uh, how safe are we. And a lot of things, I think, as we get back to um, getting back to work, you know, there's physical safety and, and why our book, Emotional Brilliance, helps. It's really around psychological safety. And as people are starting to get back to work, there's going to be guidelines around physical safety. But are you clear about what's going on with your people? Because it's that psychological safety. Um, are they too anxious? Are they calm enough to uh, get their work done? And it's basically the anxiety can be a threat you know, a threat to uh, doing the work, and and that threat gets in the way of their cognitive functioning. And if you have too much of a threat, too much anxiety, too much what-ifs, it impacts, and Kathy, you and I talk about this, it impacts your intelligence quotient, your IQ. So often when you're really stressed, you're really anxious, you're not going to think well. It's a cognitive load. You know, you already got things that you do need to think about, but then this load of other what-ifs, other possibilities, other things that raise your anxiety, raise your threat, can be too much of a load. And how do we see that? People are operating with less IQ points. And nobody wants to hear that. But, you know, I think, Kathy, you and I know it kind of is what's happening temporarily you're operating with less IQ points. You know, I've given IQ tests as a psychologist, and probably most, you know, people who are, are managers, listeners, 
Um, you know, our probably uh, average is 100. A lot of our listeners are at 115 and above, kind of high average. And what if all of a sudden, because of the pandemic and everything else, you are operating with 10 to 15 less IQ points? Oh, I don't know why I said that. Oh, I'm not sure, you know, that was kind of a compulsive decision. That's what, why emotional brilliance is important to know on the front end your strengths, kind of what are your triggers, so that you can catch yourself, you know, in the moment there. So, Riley, I want to ask everybody who's listening to, to do something if they can. I want you to, if you have something to write with, I want you to make a circle, make it big enough so that you can fit two circles inside of it. And if you're driving or you're exercising and you're listening, just visualize what a target looks like, right? You've got an outer circle, an inner circle, and the smallest circle on the inside, which is the bullseye. And what I want you to think about are the following. In the outermost ring of that, of that target, those are what Relly and I commonly talk about when we talk about your emotional intelligence competencies. Those are the, the strengths that you have been assessed in some instances as using, as possessing, and as leveraging. So some of those things, and Raleigh chime in here, some of those things might be uh, flexibility, empathy, problem solving, reality checking. So think about those EI competencies. And as you do, we're going to go to a quick break. I'll give you some time to think about those things. And if you haven't gone through an assessment, think about those emotional intelligence competencies, okay? Those things like your ability to be um, helpful to others, your ability to have self-esteem, your ability to quickly make decisions because you have a process of problem solving. So think about that while we go to a break. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 are you a fearless leader Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. 
Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness, and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL, or return on leadership. You can, too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or Amazon Kindle. The Voice America interactive radio player powered by Aircast gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for your iPhone, Android, or Amazon Kindle powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking, uh, Kathy and I, about our new book coming out, Emotional Brilliance. And before the break, Kathy was asking you about the three circles, and the outside circle is your strengths, you know, the EI competencies. Many of you may be familiar with, you know, strength finder, um, values in action. There's a lot of things out there that are your strengths. And then you come into the second circle, which is your, your maybe most used strengths. And then the middle circle, the target, is really what we're calling your go-to strengths. So, you know, you heard a little bit about Kathy's family, my family. Um, you know, in, in many situations, my go-to, and then, Kathy, we can kind of hear about yours, it, you know, it'll change dependent on the challenge. Um, but often, if there's a problem-solving situation for me, uh, and also I'm working with, you know, clients and helping them as a thinking partner, uh, my usual go-to is curiosity, and so curiosity allows me to get more information without judgment. So I think um, purely kind of being with the situation or the person and being curious, and then that allows me to uh, ask good questions and really have empathy. So um, things unfold from there, but I also think what does that give me when we talk about you know, emotions and losing IQ points, uh, if you're too aroused, it allows me to maintain my IQ points because I'm just now thinking, I'm curious, 
one of the uh, antidotes to when you are too emotional and emotional thinking is to do uh, cognitive thinking. You know, ask yourself things that you really have to think about because it's a shift in which part of the brains are getting activated. So for me, the curiosity activates the prefrontal cortex. Um, and when blood and oxygen are going to that part of the brain, it's not going to the emotional network of the brain that can get people, you know, hijacked is the term. So for me, yeah, that's you know, the, uh, curiosity leads to empathy, leads to really good listening. And that may only be um, a minute, two minutes, three minutes, but that gives me the pause to maintain my IQ points. Yeah, Kathy, and you as wanna, you're speaking, maybe, really. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm just, I get excited and, you know, me, I just jump right in. So for the listeners who are saying, oh my God, she's so rude. You know, <laughs> I'm not rude, I'm enthusiastic. Um, and believe me, you see this, uh, you know, you hear this, everybody listening, if you want to have a little giggle, I could be sitting with a four-star general at a private meeting in the Pentagon, and they will be saying something very important, and I will jump right in. And they kind of look across the table like, um, okay, <laughs> go ahead, Dr. Greenberg. And, uh, you know, what happens is, right, this is how thinking works. And so Relly would say, well, Kathy, you have very little impulse control. And I'm like, no, I have a lot of impulse control. What I want to chime in here on, and this is where Relly and I, you know, this is where we connect. This is where the dovetail is for those of you who are listening. And I want to explain that most of us, you know, you, you you hear the word, well, this is where you want to use your cognitive brain. You know, this is where you want to you know, use other parts of your brain. And I celebrate that. That is the secret sauce that most of us don't know we are capable of doing, right, Really, because of that hijack. Right. And see, see, yep, that's what I want. I want affirmation. You see how, how respectful Rally is? He's like, well, I'll be quiet until she finishes. But, you know, if you're quiet till I finish, you'll never get a word in edgewise. So <laughs> you have to jump in. Yeah, that I'm happens here and there. Wait, right? <laughs> Yeah, 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 right. And and the listeners know that. So let me just put it to you this way. When we look at how the brain is, is operating, positive and negative thoughts have to use the same neural pathways. Let me say that again. Positive and negative thoughts have to use the same neural pathways. There's no line in your brain from one neuron to the next, from one uh, right. component of your brain to another, whether it's the prefrontal cortex, right, the front of your brain, or the side, the parietal, or the back, the occipital, there's, there's no highway that says, oh, this is the route for all positive, all positive thoughts go this way, and here's the route for negatives, right? Yeah. The brain isn't organized that way, so there's only one pathway. And the one beautiful thing that I've learned in all of my years of education from all the work that you and I have done, Rally, is you cannot hold positive and negative thoughts at the same time. And here's the winner, 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 chicken dinner. (laughs) A positive thought trumps a negative because the amount of endorphins 
that can be released into the brain and into the body by doing exactly what you're doing, being curious or, you know, taking a break, looking at something beautiful, keeping that photo from your family vacation close by or in your heart or any of the things that we're going to talk about in these shows that help you maintain that track in your brain on the positive pathway. It's amazing to me to think, now just think about that for a second, right? All those who are listening, think about that. If you only have one track in and out of all those thinking components of your brain, you have control over whether it is negative or positive. And Raleigh, I'm going to give it right back to you. Yeah, yeah. I think, Kathy, so what you're, uh, it's good, and I like that visual, the one track, what goes down that track. If we're more on autopilot, which, Kath, we know, people we deal with, all of us, probably 95% of the time we're on autopilot. So what goes down that track, as Kathy's talking about, is the brain has a negativity bias. And it has a negativity bias that it's really from a protective uh, aspect. So the brain is trying to get ahead of everything, and it's trying to predict what's going to happen. Why they say that? Is this safe? Where we're going to go? You know, it's kind of protecting against the threats. And that's where we said earlier with the pandemic. You know, the brain's going out there, and it's it's like um, that group that's going to ahead and searching. Is there anything? Is there any landmines out here? And I got to protect that. So the brain is checking for landmines, and that's why we have that negativity bias. So what you do between stimulus and response. So the stimulus is plenty of stimulus there, and if it's an autopilot response, most likely it's going to be a negativity bias. And as Kathy's saying, that's that one track in a lot of the tools that we're have in our book and that people know about is even if you take a short break and go to or pause and go to your go-to, it can allow some of the positivity to come in. And, Kathy, let me just say a couple things about feelings, and then we can we'll, we'll bring this show in, to a close shortly, and then we can talk yeah, more about it next Yeah, and as we show. do that, as we do that, Relly, could you just help our audience complete the three circles? So yeah. we have the target, right? The outer ring is EI, you know, the EI competency. So as you go through that, let's fill in that secondary strength ring, and then we'll end with how we're going to get to our go-to in our next show. Yeah. So um, well, part of that we talked about was all the EI competency on the outside. The second circle is kind of what you use the most. You know, maybe, you know, we're talking about pulling clothes out of the closet. Maybe that's your four or five favorite things. Now, depending on the situation in the challenge you're dealing with with your family, the challenge you're dealing with work, the challenge you're dealing with maybe coworkers who aren't as safe as you are uh, about things, what's your go-to? And your go-to is going to be different for everybody. Like I mentioned, for me, it may be kind of curiosity. It leads to empathy. Um, maybe yeah, and for patient. me, it's flexibility, just so everybody knows. Yeah, and Kathy, you said it's flexibility, adaptability. Then you go into problem solving. I think what we're saying, and Kathy, I don't think we said it this way, but when you have a go-to, that's that pause. That's your best uh, thinking because otherwise you're going to be reactive. And so just your go-to makes that track going down in your brain. What should I do here? What's most important? 
how do I bring my strength? If you don't do that, your brain is often running into the negativity bias. And so why? Right. And that's go-to where, is, right, that's where that negativity bias then creates yeah. the triggers, right? And so I, I like it because you and I are, are visual. Um, your go-to is holding the steering wheel in the direction that you want to go. If you don't have, and, and most of us don't have our hands on the steering wheel, it's just going down from a protective way of what, what is wrong, what could be wrong, what do I need to do? And you want your hands on the steering wheel, which is that track Kathy's talking about, which is more positive. Um, let me bring my best self. So your go-to in that middle circle, how do I bring my best self, my best, it could be values, it could be um, a self-statement, you know, they can't make it tough enough for me. It could be a picture of what you want, a goal. Uh, it could be an emotion. But so do you know what that is so that you can use your hands on the steering wheel and go that direction? Otherwise, you're getting pulled into the negativity bias. Well, Rally, this has been a great show. And for those of you who are listening I hope you feel it's been a fantastic show. And the reason is because we're, we're really focused on bouncing forward. And you bounce forward by learning about you. And during this time of uh, sheltering in, of a new normal, of learning how to work in this uh, new operating environment, and we're all going to be there we're so excited to share with you some of the things that we have learned, and that'll be in our new book, Emotional Brilliance, Living a Stressless, Fearless Life. And we're going to all, we're just, um, we're all going to do this together. So don't ever go away. You're always welcome to come back if you do, and we'll continue to share with you. Rally, it's always a pleasure. You want to bring us to a close? Yeah, well, well, thanks, Kath. It's always good, and I think you can hear, you know, different than our other shows, folks. We're both excited about that, and so, uh, you know, hearing us think uh, out loud, but also hopefully providing some information for you. So in our next shows, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the tools that are in the book. And thank you for tuning in to Tune Up. This has been Leadership Development News. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.